our homeschool curriculum is not very normal. It's not what most people think when they think of curriculum. Because over the years, I have learned how to evolve it into our own thing, where it fits our family, where it fits my kids, if it's our schedule, our routine, what we believe in, our values, our culture, all of the above. Because <laughs> I like, I'm a multifaceted person and I love where we can just fuse things together. And I feel like that has like gone into our homeschool too. And that's how it should be for everyone's homeschool. That's just my belief. Um, <laughs> and if you are on that wavelength, then this is the episode for you because we're talking about our not so normal curriculum for our 2023-2024 homeschool year. And I'm excited for it because it started off exactly how I didn't plan it to start off. And that's usually how it goes. And <laughs> it will evolve into what fits perfectly for us. And I wanted to talk about that today because in my last episode, I talked about how the number one question was, what curriculum do you use? And <laughs> what better questions to ask? So if you didn't listen to that one, definitely go back to episode 214 and listen to that episode. Um, but if you're into something that is not so normal, it's out of the box, it fits your family, it fits your kids, it fits your lifestyle, then this is the episode that you can listen into so you can learn how to do it for yourself. And if you want to connect with me, the best place to do that is on Instagram at Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. You can message me, um, tell me about an episode that you listen to, any question that you have or something you would like me to talk more about. That is the best way to connect with me. All right, let's jump into this out of the box episode. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, friends. Welcome to this episode that I'm excited to talk about. I'm, I'm excited to talk about all my episodes, but this one I am because it is something that I want to share with other mamas because I want you to be able to create something like this for you and your family. So my hope is that when I share our not so normal curriculum, that it gives you an idea to do something that fits your family and how you can create your own. The goal is not to um, duplicate what I have per se, because my family is different from your family. Our kids are very unique in their own way. Our values and beliefs may be similar on certain extents, but like I said again, there may be other things that are more important to you and your family. And the beauty of homeschool, one of the best things about homeschool is that you can create things that speak to your heart. And this is one of the ways you can do it. So we're talking about my not so normal 2023-2024 curriculum. 
And that was the best title I could think of because our curriculum is usually never normal. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you get an idea of what we do. Um, it's not the open the homeschool kit box. Um, it has all the books and all the things. I don't think I have ever owned an entire curriculum of anything. So I'm going to put that out there. Just even in the beginning, like in the beginning, I bought parts of it because I, I could not commit. I could not commit to buying the entire thing if I didn't know if it fit my kids or not. So I didn't. <laughs> I bought a workbook. Um, I bought maybe a part of a kit. Um, I bought a lot of things secondhand. I did not buy an entire curriculum. So when I had friends and family tell me, oh my gosh, I bought this curriculum and I didn't even like half of it. I'm like, that's why I don't do it. I ease into things by just buying a workbook, seeing if that works. And that way, financially, it's not a burden. Um, and also, that allows me to get an idea of what, you know, what it really is about. Um, and then also, because I've learned over the years what works best for my kids. Um, and I still learn. I'm still learning um, what kind of curriculum or programs best fit each child. So with that in itself, I also, this is the other hard part of homeschooling, I did not want to be a collector of all these different things. So it's, there's, there's like a happy, or I want to say happy, there is a balance or a way to be able to bring in your kid's individuality and be able to not teach five to 10 million different subjects <laughs> at the same time. And what I've learned that worked best for my family. So recap, I got five kids, ages three, four, seven, eight, and 12. So we are ranging from pre-pre-K to seventh grade in this household. I've been homeschooling since my oldest was four, three. I did a parent participating preschool. So basically I've been teaching him from the start all the way till now. And over the years, the great thing about homeschooling is you can evolve it. You do not have to stick to anything that you committed to last year because maybe it doesn't work this year and so forth. And that's what I love about our homeschool. <laughs> Every year has looked a little bit different and that is the beauty of it all. So what are we doing for this year? You're like, why? Just tell us. Well, the first thing we realized that worked best for our family is unit studies and projects over workbooks. Yes, we still have workbooks in our house. And my kids each have about two workbooks each. That's it. <laughs> I think that's all I can fathom too. I'm like, uh, let's, just let's just do two. So I went and sorted through whatever workbooks and the two that each of our kids have, one is a math workbook and the other is like a writing, um, penmanship, spelling, some kind of writing workbook. And they're all different in their own ways. But that's it. That's the two workbooks that we have. And the way we utilize workbooks, and I'm going to talk about that first, is because most people when they buy these box curriculum, it's just workbooks after workbooks. Like it reminded me of school where I 
went to school with this huge backpack that weighed about like 40 pounds. And it was just textbooks and workbooks. Had a book for every different class. Had a textbook for every different class. And I didn't want my kids to do that because I didn't want to go through it either. And I knew there was a better way to teach them. And my top three kids, which are 7, 8, and 12, do not learn at all reading. Like that is not their number one way of learning. That's not their learning style. It's not reading. They all can read, but they're almost like me. I would read a like a textbook and I would get bored and I have to read that same line over and over and over again. And so I didn't want to be teaching that way either because if I can't learn that way, I won't be able to teach that way. So I had to find ways that I can kind of incorporate things that are essential, having a good foundation, but not the entire focus. So that's what workbooks are. There are supportive, uh, uh, what you call that, resources in our homeschool. They are not the focus. They are our support. We utilize them when, one, I need a break from our main thing. <laughs> Two, when we're on the go, because they are simple to grab. So on the go appointments, if we have we don't have a lot of time to do homeschool in our house, workbooks is our go-to, our grab and go kind of thing. And that's what I learned work best for us. So those that is how workbooks work into our curriculum. And I'm calling it curriculum because that's what everybody understands it as, but it's basically how it works into our homeschool daily life. What our homeschool is actually created on is mostly unit studies and projects. Yes, that is our top two things, unit studies and projects. Why do I love both? I feel like they both are the same, but people call it different things. Unit studies and projects fit our family because number one, I got kids ranging in a pretty wide age group slash grade level. So three to 12, yes, my three-year-old jumps in here and there, but my four-year-old, she is super interested in everything we do. So I have to be able to involve her as well as my seventh grader into our homeschool and our studies. Why? Because I, like I said, I do not want to teach social studies five different ways. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) I do not want to teach, you know, culture. I do not want to teach history. I do not want to teach science. I do not want to teach all these separate subjects in five different grade levels. I want to teach it one time and be able to adjust to their learning style, but they can all still participate. The other reason why I love unit studies and projects is because they cover a whole wide range of subjects in that one activity or that one project or that one unit study. So I am not separately teaching social studies, history, math, um, what other language, writing, uh, art, music, like all the subjects that here in Washington we are required to teach. So this type of approach allows me to cover multiple (laughs) subjects in one project. That is my jam. My jam is being able to combine things, to um, blend things together so that my time and my effort is not being wasted upon doing math separately from doing 
um, engineering, from separately from doing science, from separately doing language, culture, and all of the above. Really, when you get into homeschool and you find something that can almost be like multitask or be able to cover multiple things with one hour, two hours, your one effort, that is how the stress starts to disappear. That is how your homeschool becomes something you enjoy versus something you don't like doing. So that is why we love unit studies. We love projects over workbooks because workbooks usually only cover, there are some great programs out there that cover multiple things in one um, workbook, but I love how unit studies are more interactive. You can make them where, yes, they have to write and do things or projects where you are teaching them a lot more in life skills versus just like in book work. Um, So that's what we're doing. Um, I'm going to give you a few of the books that we are pulling these unit studies from. So you can go and Google what the official (laughs) definition of a unit study is, Um, but For us, unit studies slash projects basically covers a topic. And then we just dive into it. Uh, For example, I'll give you some that we did in the past. We did a unit study on uh, people, famous people or people that made an impact in Hawaii. And my kids all picked different people. They kind of looked at where they are from. They did almost like a very basic unit study where they researched and they put it on... um, what you call that, a, uh, not project, but a presentation. They put made a presentation out of it. We also cooked Hawaiian food. We also um, learned the language. And we did all these things in this big unit study. And it lasted over weeks. It's not just over a week or a day. And that's one other reason why I love unit studies, because you can learn so much over a month period of time now another thing that another example that we have not yet done but we will be doing is we're doing a unit study this year same thing similar on our culture our Hawaiian culture we're gonna do one on the Aina which is the land um, how the Hawaiian Hawaiians used to divide the lands in ahupua'as and how they used to take care of the land and going more into that where we are from in Hawaii where my family and my husband's family is from and talking about their the kids roots and history and ancestors in that area and in that land and that will be a unit study for um for our homeschool this year because I love incorporating our culture that is one of our lifetime goals is to continue to learn more about our cultures um, and our ancestors and teaching that to our kids So genealogy is in there. Our culture is in there. We're going to do projects for our homestead. And then we're also incorporating other things like STEAM projects. And what I'm excited for is these books that I got from Costco. (laughs) Yes, I got books from Costco, guys. They have a great set of educational um, resources. If you ever go look, go take some time because I know they change quite often. But we got this um, set of books. They're called Pantry Scientists. And they're projects made based on what you have in your pantry. But also they teach 
you about the people, the famous person who came up with that theory or that certain um, experiment and so forth and what it led to. So that's the learning aspect that I love about it is because it teaches you a little history about that person, like um, biography about them, why they did it, what impact they made on the world, and they teach you what they did. And we have, I bought three books. One is chemistry, one is ecology, and one is math. And my kids, we did our first project last week where they learned how to make 3D shapes um, utilizing like a flat piece of paper. And what the importance of this was the person who invented this actually utilized this to make uh, rockets that went to space. <laughs> like how crazy is that? It started off with making a 3D shape based off of a paper and it's called nets. Anyways, this was from the Pantry Scientist books. And when I bought it, I told my family and my kids, I said, we are going to do projects from this. How does that sound? And they're like, we love it. Because I know my kids, like if you didn't listen to the last episode, definitely go listen to that one again, like I said. Because I know that these are the type of things my kids and I get excited for. There is tons of learning in projects like these. And instantly when I looked at the books, I was like, this fits our family. They would love to do like a project a week here and there. So I got enough. That's why I bought three books because that will last us our entire year with on on top of the other things that we're doing. So we're doing genealogy stuff, homesteading stuff, and STEAM project stuff. So with these books and our other projects, my entire year was taken care of. All of the subjects that is required in our state is covered. Like how crazy and simple is that? And I didn't spend (laughs) a gazillion dollars on like four different, five different curriculums for each child and that is how you can homeschool based on your family if you know and if you hear my kids in the background that's real life (laughs) but if you know first off what is your kids learning style what fits your schedule and what is your jam when you're teaching like how can you teach something that you also enjoy then when it comes to looking at books and looking at projects and looking for things to do for your family it will become simpler. I remember going to Costco, shopping for my regular, uh, you know, list. And I always just drive by the book section. And when I saw these books, I was like, this is exactly what I was looking for, for our family. Because we had our kids in a STEM class and we loved it. But what ended up happening was my kids' ages, (laughs) they started to get older which meant that they weren't in the same class anymore. So they went from two classes to three different classes at three different times on random days. And that did not fit our homeschool slash lifestyle schedule anymore. And also, when we looked at it again, I said, you know, with our financial goals, that will not fit our financial goals either. And I, it was hard. It was hard to take my kids out of that. But I also wanted to continue to give them that type of experiences in our own homeschool. Did it mean that I would have to do a majority of it? Yes. But that's part of homeschooling life is adjusting and knowing, okay, like this is the year that I'm picking up some of the efforts <laughs> and it is fine with us because 
over the years, I knew how to incorporate that more into our life and what I can handle and what my kids can do and so forth. So our not so normal curriculum consists of three books from Costco <laughs> that I we are thoroughly enjoying. I actually had my kids, here's a hot tip. You have your kids go through the projects and tell them, give them some um, post-it notes and tell them, hey, which one would you like to do? Write your name and put it on there. And that helped me kind of prioritize which projects to do with my kids because if more of them like that project, then we would start off with that or we would incorporate that at certain times of the year where um, it would kind of like boost their <laughs> motivation and encouragement. Like, yay, we get to look forward to that. So that's one thing we did. Incorporate projects that speak to your family or your culture or what you believe in. So our genealogy, our culture will always continue to be in our curriculum. And is there a book for that? No, <laughs> there is no book for that. Um, there are resources that I've been using to help us learn about our Hawaiian culture. But a lot of that will come from stories from um, my parents, from aunties and aunts, from people that have lived in that, lived through that. So that's a great thing about genealogy is incorporating literally things that speak and is connected directly to you into your homeschool um homesteading that is a whole new subject slash thing that we are getting into we have been diving more into in the last couple of years and we are all learning side by side with it and yes that is part of our homeschool and so when you are looking to creating this homeschool that you love really write down like what means a lot to you and find ways to incorporate that into your homeschool and you do not need a quote unquote box curriculum for it go find resources that connect you to it that will help you learn about it maybe the resource is a family member maybe the resource is another you know homesteader down the road that will allow you guys to tour their own homestead so you can get ideas and learn from them your curriculum does not have to be normal and it shouldn't be normal because if you are deciding or if you're already homeschooling, I'm going to break you the news that maybe you didn't really realize you're not normal. And that's a great thing because you are you. You are your own family. You are your own identity and your homeschool definitely does not have to be and shouldn't be normal it should be you so when you look at your 2023 2024 curriculum ask yourself is this us does this fit us how can i fit us more into it and i hope that inspired you today and if you like i said in the beginning if you have any questions or if you want to connect or ask me to talk more about a certain subject the best place to do that is on instagram at kawai underscore aquin that's at k-a-w-a-i underscore a-h-q-u-i-n so go out and create your homeschool that fits you hey mama friend if this podcast inspired encouraged or gave you confidence to take action today I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. 
I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.